Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. Our goal is that by listening to our podcast, you will be inspired to level up. With the help of some amazing guests, we'll be inspired by some inspirational success stories and find out how you can level up your business, your life, and your relationship with yourself. Because I know that by leveling up and balancing these three aspects of your life, you can make a difference and impact the lives around you. Level Up Podcast will be a series of interviews featuring successful professionals who are making a mark and a difference in their lives and others. They will share their incredible stories of how they did it, so you can be inspired and learn from the very best. Let's start off by saying, again, Happy New Year to you, but thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. I'm extremely excited to have you, like you said, being on the other side. Um, Tell me about yourself. We want to tell audience who is Mr. Charibasi. I know who you are. I have the honor to know you for a little over two years now, and it's been amazing to get to know you, being coached by you. So, But I want our audience to know who is Mr. Charibasi. Yeah, you'll be talking about all the amazing stuff. All the amazing stuff. Awesome. Well, first of all, I just want to say it's, it's, it's an honor to be on the Level Up podcast. Uh, I, I know how much you know, heart and, and soul you've put into, you know, making this uh, c- come to life for you. And in, in listening to uh, all the previous guests on here, uh, I was personally inspired by every single uh, person. And now for me to be a part of it, I'm like ecstatic to share. And I'll begin by sharing a little bit about myself. Uh, for yes, those who uh, never heard of me, my name is Shadi Bazzi. Yeah, that's my real name. Everybody's like, is that your real name? I'm like, yeah, that's my real name. <laughs> Shady Bazzi. I've been directly and indirectly in the real estate industry now for, uh, say, about 25 years. Uh, sold real estate in uh, Dearborn, Michigan, which is a suburb of Detroit. In 1999, made the move to Orange County, California, where uh, I got, I'd like to say I got my real college education because I never graduated from college. Uh, and that was through the Mike Ferry organization. Uh, I spent a good amount of time uh, working under the Mike Ferry umbrella. Uh, where I was exposed to uh, literally the best thought leaders, the best mindset tactics and strategies and systems and skills of influence. And uh, that was life-changing for me. In 2004, went back into real estate for a very small, brief uh, real estate experience uh, of where I wanted to make $100,000 a month, was able to put over $100,000 worth of deals together in my first 30 days. And then Tom Ferry took notice of that and he said, hey, I want you to come on and help me build up my company. Uh, will you come coach and teach people what it is that you're doing to, you know, you know, take listings, et cetera. Uh, instantly became the, the coach in, underneath that umbrella that had the most in-demand coaching schedule, uh, created uh, multiple products underneath that umbrella, uh, Expired Edge program, uh, Sales Mastery program. Uh, marketing solution program, uh, et cetera. And uh, fast forward uh, to where we are today, been on over 30,000, probably about 35,000 one-on-one coaching calls with agents from all over the country, leading our company called Top Listing Agent, helping agents dominate the marketplace by becoming a top listing agent. So that's just a little bit about me. How about you? That's amazing. And you mentioned a couple of names. Then obviously um, Mike Ferry and the real estate industry is somebody well-known. Everybody knows who he is. And coming from that, obviously, I'm sure you have so much that you can share 
um, in terms of what you learned with them. So I was I had one of my questions to be when was the biggest influence that you have in your life? Well, you think my fairy was one of those three people that you had the biggest influence in you, Mr. Chetty? You know, I, I, I like to call him like literally my second father. I mean, being around oh. people like that 40 hours a week uh, for a very long time, you, you can't help but all their positivity, you know, rub on you, et cetera. I mean, uh, you want to talk about, you know, life transformation. That's exactly where it happened for me. I mean, I came out of like literally Detroit, Michigan, you know, with the mindset of like, you know, get them before they get you, you know, with the mindset of like, <laughs> oh, this, this stuff is, you know, very difficult. You know, they, the nice cars and the nice homes and the vacations and the lifestyles for the other people, not for yourself kind of thing. So you want to talk about like, you know, where I was mentally and where I'm at right now is completely two different people. And yes, wholeheartedly, uh, I, I like to acknowledge Mike Ferry in, in pretty much every single interview I do, because at the end of the day, if we take a look at the whole entire real estate coaching industry, to be specific, uh, I would say 90 plus percent of the coaches are a byproduct of Mike Ferry. So if it wasn't for Mike, a lot of us would not be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, talking, staying on the coaching side, what do you think is most important when we're looking? And again, this is uh, for me and for the real estate community that we, again, have a lot of influence in. Um, what do you think is important when they're looking to invest in themselves? Because a lot of people don't think that's important, but it is very important, I think. Uh, what are the things that they should be looking for when it's um, the time to either look out for a company or look out for someone to be coached by? What do you think is important that people need to be aware of or they need to be looking for? Well, I think uh, I think mentorship is one of the most uh, you know critical foundational things that we all need as human beings to you know strive for success and become successful and live a life of abundance. But a lot of people that really don't understand psychology and or haven't given a lot of thought to the life that they've lived and how they got to where they've gotten is that, you know, your first mentor or mentors by default or on purpose or whatever you want to call it, were your mommy and daddy. That was a mentor. Okay. Your aunt and uncle were your mentors. Your grandparents were your, were your mentors. Your teachers from kindergarten all the way to college if you made it that far. Those were all mentors. And then everybody goes into the real world and says, hey, I think, you know, I, I, I want to like do, do things for myself, by myself. If you can, God bless you. Many people can. Uh, most people cannot. And that's why, uh, statistically speaking, the majority of our population is living paycheck to paycheck because left to their own devices, they become their own worst enemy. So mentorship. Uh, yes, I know it's biased as, as a mentor for me to say. Uh, however. Yeah. So now the question is, what is it that I need to look for in, in a mentor? Right. Okay. So mm -hmm. a lot of people look at it incorrectly. Like if they are on chapter one uh, in their career and mm -hmm. they automatically think that they need to work with a mentor that's already at chapter 25 or 50 or 100. It's like, I want the best of the best or else forget it. Okay. Uh -huh. Nothing wrong with getting that mentor if you could financially afford that mentor. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm reminded by, you know, Tom Ferry coming up to me one time at the office and saying, hey, Shaddy, you know, what makes an expert an expert versus the person that's not an expert? I, mean, I was dumbfounded by the question. I said one more than the other person. He goes, you only need to know one thing more than the other person to be classified as the expert. Okay. So. If you are in real estate right now and you're averaging one deal a month and you want to get to two deals a month, find a mentor that's doing two or three deals a month. It doesn't have to be the person that's already doing 10, 15, 20 a month. Okay. Right. 
just because you're going to keep on moving mentors. Who can take me to the next stage? Once you reach that stage, a lot of times that mentor will recommend you the next mentor to get you to the next stage, et cetera. Hopefully I've answered your question. Yes, you did. And you know what? One of the things that I definitely appreciate with you is that that we always going to find that person that we need as we start moving on or start looking for, you know, that mentor or that person that will come into your life or somehow you get exposed to it by being around the people that obviously are going to help you um, get to the next level. Um, and obviously, like I said, I know you on a personal level in terms of coaching and I've seen the results um, that you have obviously been able to provide for me. But I know there's a lot of times when people feel like I don't know what to do next. And you answer it right on when you said, just find someone who has that extra deal, extra two deals, and that will put you into that next level of your business. Um, and another question that I had for you today was, how do you describe yourself? Amazing. Wonderful. <laughs> One word. Amazing. And Amon, I mean, here's the thing. If, if I'm ever going to describe myself, I'm going to describe myself using the best words that I could possibly use. The reason being is that the words that are coming out of my mouth is what my mind is listening to. And it becomes uh, a, the programming that I operate from. So if if you want me to use uh, one, I will describe myself in, in, in two words, love and magic, love and magic. I'm all about love and I'm all about, you know, living a magical life and helping everyone that is under my leadership to live their best magical life as well, too. Amazing. Now, one thing that I wanted to ask you, too, because we're talking about coaching. Where did the ego come from? You have no ego. What do you think, uh, somebody wanting to get into the coaching business, what do you think will be something that you will recommend or the advice that you will give someone to want to get into the career similar to yours? Because I know there's a lot of people out there who might be ready to go into the coaching world. What advice will you give someone who's trying to get into that? Um, if somebody wanted to get into the coaching space, uh, I would say, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And, and, and the reason I'm asking that question, which relates to something I mentioned a little bit ago, is like everybody's comparing themselves to the next big, 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 big guy. Uh, remember, uh, even if you are, you know, someone, you know, as an, as an example, if you are someone in real estate and, and, you know, you're closing, you know, two deals a month, are you ready to become a coach? Absolutely. You're 100% capable of being a coach to the person that's doing zero to one transactions a month. Somebody out there needs you to get to the two transactions a month, et cetera. So I say that, you know, whatever limitations you are living out of are the limitations that you place for yourself. Uh, if it's something that you absolutely want to do, I say, you know, jump in with both feet and uh, make a difference and impact as many people as you possibly can. And if you're in real estate, it's definitely a good thing to use on a listing presentation. Anytime I went on a listing presentation, somebody said, hey, we're going to, you know, talk to homeboy or homegirl. I'm like, well, would you rather work with the teacher or the student? They were like, the teacher. I'm like, well, come on, there you go. <laughs> Love that analogy. Thank you for sharing that. And we definitely have a lot to talk about in that real estate industry, but I know they have other audience that might not be in the real estate industry, but the coaching, I believe that is one of the best things I've ever done for myself, investing on that. Is there anything else that you wanted to touch in terms of uh, somebody who's ready to go to that next level, but it's hesitant to do it because, again, money-wise or believing, like you said, limited beliefs that they might have that you like to um, emphasize or 
give any any more thoughts into that area? Yeah, ne ne never ever let the money be the deciding factor for what you do and what you don't do. You know, uh, we live in a country full of resources. We have access to anything and everything and just about everyone if we choose to pursue that. Uh, there's a lot of people that make decisions based on finances. I think the decisions should be made based on belief. Do I believe that who I am is someone that's capable of going out there and knocking it up, uh, you know, out, out of the water if I have the right leadership? And if the answer is yes, then the question becomes, who is that leader that I want to study under? Perfect. How much does, how much will it cost me? What will the investment be? Perfect. Okay. It's going to cost, you know, $10,000, for example. All right. Okay. Well, okay. $10,000 needs to be paid over how many months? Uh, over six months. Okay. What does that come out to? $1,600 a month. Awesome. Begin. Where am I spending money that I don't need to be spending right now? And then, you know, let's say you come up with $800, you carve off $800 worth of fat out of your budget every single month. Perfect. What else can I do to side hustle or do whatever it takes? Or who can I borrow the money from? What credit card can I slap it on? Can I do PayPal credit, et cetera? Get resourceful. Now, I'm saying that to you because I remember a very long time ago, back in, in Detroit, you know, I wanted to get involved in, you know, mentorship and uh, I couldn't afford the mentor. And uh, what I did is I, you know, I remember the guy on the other end of the line saying, hey, if you were to get the money, who would you get the money from? And I said, my mom, I said, but I, am, I ain't going to ask nobody for money. <laughs> no. And the guy pretty much said, hey, man, put your pride aside, go make the ask. And I'm glad that I listened to him, put my pride aside, made the ask, borrowed the American Express card, slapped it on, and it changed my life forever. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that because I know there's a lot of us. Sometimes we, we invest in a gift, we invest in a lot of other things, but we don't think we deserve to be invested in ourselves. And that is, again, coaching, mentorship, something that you're going to be able to take with you. Um, again, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to see that and I've been able to experience that. Um, but I know some people really have a hard time with it. And I wanted to make sure that we tap into that and making sure that they understand. A lot of times you don't have it. You can still find a way to get it. And if you're able to do that, um, you won't regret it. Um, now talking about, yeah, go ahead. I want to say a little bit more about that. You know, my message to whoever's watching this video and or whoever's listening to this podcast is this. Look. This is life, not a rehearsal for life. Stop freaking damn rehearsing and start living. Talking about mentorship, you don't even need to hire a mentor for $1,000, $2,000, or $3,000 a month. You can just go grab that book that you bought two years ago that you were excited about because it was going to change your life and actually reread that book. But this time around, do something a little bit differently and freaking damn apply that what you learned inside the book. There you oh go. You tap it right into it because then my next question is, where were the resources that you used or what are the three books or books that you will have, say someone who, again, doesn't have the money for pay for coaching, but they can go buy that book. You already said it now. If they already have the book to go find it and for the for the third time or for the second time, really apply what's in that book and take notes and go in and do something with that information. It's amazing. Um, any resources that you will recommend people do? Uh, I know we have so much nowadays access to in terms of even YouTube, podcasts, yeah. and all of these things. What would you recommend, Mr. Chatty? Uh, I will go ahead and recommend three books right now since you want me to recommend okay. books. Uh, and, and I don't think I've ever publicly recommended these books, but I'm going to go ahead and publicly recommend them right now. And, and the first book is going to be uh, Secrets of the Richest Man Who Ever Lived. Secrets of the Richest Man Who Ever Lived by Dr. Michael Murdoch. And the second book that I'm going to recommend is called Play Bigger. 
Play Bigger. And that's by uh, Al Ramadan. Al Ramadan. And the third book that I'm going to recommend is The Likeability Factor because we live in a world right now of like it, it goes above and beyond the skills and in, in your level of expertise. He or she that is winning more often is he or she that is more likable. So how do you become more likable? What an amazing book that's a must read for every single person right now. Great. Thank you so much for those three books. I'm definitely going to pick them up. I already had one, but I, I don't have the other two. Um, yeah. Another question for you. What are you the most proud of? What is the one thing you've done that you're like, this is really what I am the most proud of? Um, yeah, that's a, you're asking me some really uh, different questions that I'm used to being asked. But, you know, I think, uh, uh, I think, I think of how clever I've become and, and authentically clever uh, to the point to where I was able to uh, create a strong belief system because you're talking to a shy introvert, like literally a shy introvert. Go ask all the people I went to you know, school with. It, I'm like, Nobody will believe that except you that you're saying it, but. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, what, what I'm mostly proud of is me being able to, you know, finally, you know, create the belief system where I do believe in myself to where. I do trust in myself to to the point to where it doesn't matter what question you can ask me because uh, I have something to say and I don't even have to think about what it is that I need to say because I trust that whatever I am going to say is going to be the perfect exact answer that is going to make it a win-win for me and everyone else. That's amazing. I'm proud of me, baby. Uh, we need to be proud of us, definitely. Is there any regrets? Is there anything you wish you've done and you didn't or, you know, things that you could have done and you didn't take the chance looking back? No, I take too many chances. Everyone says like, man, you just don't think. No, like the, the people that know me on a personal level, uh, you know, especially around money and stuff like that, I don't think. I just go. And, and I know that, you know, approximately 80% of the time by me taking the risk, the risk does not pan out. But 20% of the time where that risk really pans out, it supersedes and super excels the the the, the other 80% that I lost. So that's why I just keep going. I don't, I don't, I don't think I just go. Beautiful. And that's a great, again, a great example for our listeners today. You know, take a chance to go out and just Perfect. take the Perfect. risk, jump. And you'll figure it out, I'm sure. Like for me, I can just say it all the time. You know, if you, I'd rather look back and say, oh my God, I can't believe I did that, than said, I wish I would have done that. I wish I could have taken that chance. I wish I would have taken that class or whatever opportunities that, um, you know, you get. Yeah. Well, look, you know, it's this, you know, uh, somebody a long time ago said to me, Shadi, the greatest risk that you can take is the risk of not taking a risk. Beautiful. And it is true. At the end of the day, like you said, 80-20 rule. Again, we're talking about the 80% of the time. You might not get the results you want, but that 20% is worth trying it and giving it a go. Um, another question that I had for you today is, um, what are the most important lessons you've learned so far in life that you think those are the three or two or one thing that I've learned that it's got me what I am today? It's all about them. Okay. It's it's all it's it's all it's all about them. Like literally, this is this is how I live my life right now. It's all about them because a lot of people, depending on where they are financially, it's all about themselves. But it it cannot be all about you. 
uh, like, you know, I'll give you an example. You know, one of the things that we teach our, our clients in, in our listings on demand, uh, you know, training is that, you know, obviously you got to set a one year, you know, plan. And then we break the plan into, you know, quarterly, you know, the, the quarterly plans of action. And then we take each quarter and we break it down into a monthly, you know, plan, plan of action. Now, if you take a look at my January, and usually the first question that we answer inside of creating that plan is how much money do I want to earn this month? Okay. Now, if you take a look at my January, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, plan of action where it says income goal, it says zero plus. There is no income goal. Our number one goal and number one objective this month is to make sure that every single one of our students generates at least one extra deal that they would have never been able to generate on their own. So it's all about them. At the end of the day, who the heck am I without them? Right. What would my lifestyle be without them? You know, and, and for you that's listening to this, that's watching this, who the heck are you without them, your clientele? And when you put the focus on them, then guess what? They will be a part of whatever you got going on. And they will refer right. you business and do more business with you. So it's all about them. It's all about our clients. It's all about the people that we serve. And it's all about creating a difference on people's life. And I think that's something I love about, you know, the way you, you coach and the way you work with, with your clients. So thank you for being like that. Um, and again, I had a question about goal setting and you just went on right away onto this. But one of the questions that I had for you was when it comes to goal setting, obviously we're typically getting to that at the end of the year, beginning of the year, we all have these big goals and we want to accomplish this and that. Um, what do you think is the difference when it comes to successful and unsuccessful people reaching their goals? What do you think on the broad spectrum? What what are the what are the difference that they don't accomplish their goals or they don't even put the effort into work? Yeah, I, I think the reason that most people fail to reach their goals is because they they set goals in 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 the wrong order. Okay. I, I think the most important goals that you know people need to set are not monetary goals and are not business goals. They should be business owner goals. Like, you know, where you know, I want my business to grow, or where do I need to grow in order for me to grow my business? So I would say that less goals, more action, and let the majority of your goals be revolved around you becoming the kind of person that you want to become so you can have the kind of business that you want to have. That's great. Great, great way of answering because a lot of times we just want the result, but we don't want to put in the word or we don't want to change to become that person that can have those results. So thank you for for giving that answer. I think it goes right in with what we're talking about. Um, and obviously in the coaching space, we always talked about being the best version of yourself and becoming the best you. Um, and and sometimes we always use the business as, as as a vehicle, obviously, because at the end of the day, we all have a service in your in your case coaching to to offer. I do loans. So again, I offer the service of doing loans, but our goal should be always based on, okay, who do I need to become to be the person who has those results? So thank you for giving us that. Uh, tell me a little bit about work and, and life. I know you love to travel. So yeah. how do you how do you balance that work and life and the trips and all of that? Because I know you, you have a huge community that you service, but how do you balance that? It's, uh, it's very easy. 
it's uh, do the work that you're <laughs> when you're supposed to do it, so you don't have to make up for it later on. Uh, and and it really just boils down to that, Verda, uh, um, is you know having a foundation in place and having having systems in place, and then you know having a a great team you know behind you um, that that makes you look even better than than you really are. Uh, one thing one thing with me is, uh, you know, I'll, I'll admit here I don't like to work. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when it's time to work, I want to get that work over and done with as, fa- as fast as I possibly can. So if I have allotted an hour of time for me to work, I want to get an hour and a half worth of work done in one hour. But to support that, you have to understand the environment that you're putting yourself in and where you are able to like literally work at, you know, in, in your zone of genius, in, 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 in your best ability. And, and for me, a lot of the work that I do is, is very creative work. And where I found to be most creative is either at Starbucks or at Barnes & Noble. So my most important work, what I do is I interrupt the pattern, I change the environment, and I go there and I get it over and done with, and that's it. So just follow your schedule to the T, okay, and just do the work that you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it, and that's it. It's common sense. It's common sense. A common sense is not common practice. <laughs> I was gonna say not everybody has common sense. That's what we need to work on sometimes. Now you talked about systems in place, and I know most of our audience again are, are business entrepreneurs. And what uh, systems are you specifically can refer to when we're talking about your business? Um, and even for our in the real estate world, um, we talked about it once. But social media. Can you go into that for a little bit or what that could look like if somebody's looking to, again, reach their goals too? What would they should be doing or how do you been able to utilize social media to? You know, it's fantastic question. You know, in, in my company, you know, Top Listing Agent, and specifically in our listings on demand training, we're doing a big push for social media uh, this year. And uh, I was at a training yesterday and we were like literally having a very serious art of influence conversation. And I think we had about 12 to 15 people that were live on the session with us. And out of nowhere, I said, can I ask you a be honest question? And, um, you know, of course, they're going to say yes, because they're programmed to say yes. (laughs) And I was like. I'm just curious to find out during this very serious conversation that we were having over the course of the last hour, how many of you guys actually secretly picked up your phone and logged on to Instagram and or Facebook and or YouTube? Will you raise your hand? I kid you not, like 70% of them raised their hand. So that goes to demonstrate that, you know, just about anyone everywhere all over the world is on social media all day, every single day. How many people do you know that go to the restroom right now without their phone so they can check their social media? The answer is probably zero. How many people that used to use the bathroom for two minutes are now using it for 20, 30 minutes because of social media? <laughs> the answer is 90 plus. Right? So uh, I'm not dismissing, you know, email marketing and or direct marketing and or, you know, door to door or face to face marketing. I think those are all still very essential to grow our business, but I think what is really going to enhance your business is the amount of social media exposure that you personally have. So I want you, our audience, to answer a question right now, okay? 
uh, am I consuming social media or am I being consumed? Are you wow. a consumer? Are, are you being consumed or are you consuming? If you're logging on social media to consume other people's content, I'm going to say thank you for consuming my content. But what would it do for you uh, on the flip side if people were logging on to consume your content, which raises the question, how often are you uh, you know, creating content and uh, how valuable is your content? I'll give you an example. You know, a lot of people can't afford to spend $10,000 to get involved in one of my, my coaching programs. Well, here's a little hack for you, buddy, gal, my friend. Go to youtube.com and subscribe to my channel. And on that channel alone, there's a $100,000 education, meaning if you binge my videos on YouTube and never spend a dollar with me and apply that, which I teach you on YouTube 100% for free, I guarantee you, you'll increase your income by at least $100,000 this year. That's amazing because it is true. There's so much information available now. And again, you're just not taking advantage. I love, I love the analogy you use about you're being, are you consuming or they're consuming your, your content? So in the same subject content, people ask me all the time, what do I put? What do I say? Um, and again, learning from the best. Uh, I've always answered the same question the same way, but I want you to answer it. So if somebody comes to you chatty and said, why should I be putting out there? Whether, again, I'm in the real estate business or I'm in another type of business, what they should be putting out there as a content or what they should use as a reference to create content. Yeah, very simple. So um, I would say, hey, you know, what are the what, what, what are what are the questions that your buyers are asking? What are the questions that your sellers are asking you? And if you're from outside of real estate, it's like, hey, what questions uh, are you uh, are, are your clients asking you and or uh, what? What problems are you solving for the people that you work with? And the answer to every single one of those questions is a piece of content. And, you know, and, and then if you want to take it a step further, you know, think to yourself, what questions should buyers be asking that they're not? What questions are sellers should be asking that they're not? And that if, if you sat down for a good 15, 20 minutes and brainstormed that, uh, you'd be able to come up with about 20, 30 questions. <laughs> And, and by the way, if anybody wanted a list of the most common buyer questions and or the most common seller questions, simply friend me on Facebook and send me a direct message and I'll be more than happy to share uh, 20, 30 video topics for you, uh, you know, with you as awesome. a gift. Thank you. Thank you, Chatty. I know I know some of them are going to be reaching out to you. We'll make sure that we add your Facebook uh, information, YouTube um, and our podcast here because I know there's I get the question all the time and I think it's important that again someone like you who's who's done this plenty of times and you have kind of been able to get the results that, that's someone that I will definitely uh, reach out to get the those questions so please reach out and make sure that you guys are asking what are the content um, ideas that you should be working with to create some content for your clients um, one of the other questions I have for you what is your ultimate goal what is that you're going after next what is a big one that you're working towards i think it's the the same goal that i've i've had for many many years and it uh, you know every single year i'm evolving and um, i'm learning new lessons and you know at the end of of my life you know how will i know that i've actually lived my best life is by you know 
couple of different things. And the most important thing is like, who was I as a father? Who was I as a father? So just being the best example for my children to instill in them the values and the confidence and, you know, all the, you know, principles for them to live their best life is, is my number one goal. And the second goal is, is how many other people can I give that to uh, outside of my family? And that's why, you know, when I reference listings on demand publicly, that would be the marketing term. But once you are in listings on demand internally, we really don't refer to it as listings on demand. We refer to it as the family. Community, you have created an amazing community with, with that program. So definitely it's, it's great that you brought it up again. And now, is there any question that I did not ask that I should have asked you? Where'd you get that question from? <laughs> I'm coming up with questions. I need to yeah. ask those questions uh, to my guests. So what is the one question I didn't ask you that you think, oh, this would be a good one? Oh, I think I, I think what would be a good one would be like if um, if you could recommend uh, a place for people to visit, where wh where would you recommend they go? Oh, that's a good one too. So tell us, what would be that place that you would recommend us to go? Well, that depends. Does it have to be a place I've been to or a place that I've never been to? We're just having let's, fun. Let's let no, definitely. But let's have fun with this. So, what would be a place that you would recommend because you've been to? And what will be the place that you have not been to, but you're excited and you will recommend somebody to go because you might be thinking of going? Yeah. So, you know, I was asked that question on the podcast a couple of days ago, and uh, uh, I, I gave an answer of saying, you know, like Montana. Okay. It You've never been right. to Montana or you want to go to Montana? I've never been to Montana, but then the question is like, why would I recommend Montana? Uh, Montana has been calling me for a, a very long time and wow. I don't know why. So I'm publicly putting it out there as a form of accountability for me to go there. And then I'll podcast or uh, do a video blog for you guys on my experience over there. Um, so that, that, that's, that, that's part of the reason. Okay. Uh, but I want to take this a little bit further in, in my most recent travel. I spent two weeks in uh, Morocco, which is uh, in a country in Africa. And just about every single day, I was very humbled and very, you know, thankful in a way to where you're actually emotionalizing it, not because you want to emotionalize it, but because the emotion is living right there in, in, in your heart. And it made me think about like, me living my best life. And I was like, this is exactly what I want to be the experience for every single one of the people that, you know, trust, you know, my leadership. I want them to go above and beyond just the, you know, 50 states and, and travel to the different parts of the world because, you know, travel gives you wisdom. It gives you perspectives. It teaches you lessons. It humbles you. And it just grows you from the inside out. And I'm like, this is what I want for every single one of my clients. So I'm like, I want every single one of them to travel at least once in 2023 outside of the 50 states. And of course, travel inside of the 50 states, et cetera. But I want every single person to be able to do that. 
that is my... amazing. And and you know me, I love to travel. So I think traveling is one of those well, experiences you must you must uh, put on your goals for 2023. And like you said, if you can't travel internationally, do it locally. There are so many beautiful places in the U.S. that you can visit just by driving, you know, just driving distance that they can go to and just experience um, visiting other countries gives you the opportunity to learn different cultures, see how other people live. Like you, you travel those 16 hours and then you get to see how other people live. What do they do? And you just said it right. I mean, it's just another way of experiencing life and just knowing there's there's more than just what we're used to or what we're being exposed to. Exactly. So, so to double tap the answer, everyone needs to go to Morocco and then go to the <laughs> Era desert and ride a camel and and stay in a tent overnight and uh, be entertained by the Berbers and then you will thank me later. Wow, thank you, thank you. I'm definitely taking note of that. I I, I love to travel, so it's definitely somewhere that I will be taking that advice from you to to visit soon. Um, again, finishing up our our interview, just wanted to thank you again for being here. Is there anything that you want to close this interview with um, that you like to share or? A message that you want to give to our audience. Um, again, can't thank you enough for taking the time. I know you're an extremely busy coach, and for you to be able to take the time to be with me today, it's an honor. And thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, we we know how to. We're gonna put the information for them to reach out to you if they need anything else from you. But is there any message that you like to leave us with? Yeah. So um, I, I will part with uh, a quote you know, that I got from my father many, many, many years ago. And the quote is that, you know, the key to success has nothing to do with what it is that you are doing. The key to success has everything to do with how you are feeling while you are in the doing of it. So I think that, you know, for every single individual that's consuming this content right now, their number one goal all day, every single day is to get themselves to a place of feeling good. And once they accomplish goal number one is to immediately tackle goal number two, and that is to feel even better because operating from the state of feeling good, you're much more productive and you will get to your destination a lot faster. Wow. Thank you so much for those words. I look forward to see you soon. Uh, thank you again for being part of this. And I will definitely have your info so people can reach out to you. Have awesome. an amazing day. And thank you again for your time. Thank you. See you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Level Up Podcast. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else podcasts are found. So you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, you can leave a five-star review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, we hope you level up.